If you've ever had the feeling that things were hopeless, hold on. You may feel you're facing an impossible situation, but the Bible says God is able to do far more than we would ever dare to ask or even dream of, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, or hopes. Now, hope comes from having a purpose. Hope is as essential to your life as air or water, and wonderful changes are going to happen in your life as you begin to live it on purpose. God says, I know what I'm planning for you. I have good plans for you, not plans to hurt you. I will give you a hope and a good future. I'm Rick Warren, and this is Daily Hope. Today on Daily Hope with Rick Warren, we continue in a series called The Invisible War with part three of a message called Set Free From Me. And now, here's Rick. I don't know about you, but I could admit pretty honestly that before I had the Holy Spirit in my life, there were some things I just couldn't say no to. I didn't have the ability to say no to them. Now, you can call them compulsions. You can call them habits. You can call them urges, you can call them lusts, you can call them impulses, you can call them your old nature. But the truth is there were some things in my life I I just couldn't say no to. I had no ability to say no because I didn't have, all I had was willpower. Now, now I have God's power and he gives me the ability to say no. Look at this verse up here on the screen. Galatians 5.16 says this. Let the Spirit direct your lives, and you will not satisfy the desires of the old human nature. Now, if I let the Spirit live through me, does it say I won't have those desires? Is that what it said? No, it said I won't what? I won't satisfy those desires. I won't satisfy those desires. In other words, Do I still have the same desires I had before I was a Christian? Yes. Do I still have the same temptations? Yes. Do I still have the same urges and compulsions? Yes. Do I fulfill them? No. Why? Because I have a new power inside of me. And it's not just willpower anymore. Now, I've heard people say, but why should I limit any desire in my life that seems natural? Why should I rein it in if, it seem, if it's a natural desire? Friends, not everything natural is good for you. I mean, I might naturally want to punch you in the nose. That doesn't mean I should do it. I have a lot of natural desires that I need to not fulfill. For instance, sometimes I have a natural desire to cuss people out on the freeway. Does it mean I should just do it? No. Just because it's natural doesn't mean it's good. Arsenic is natural, but you drink it and it'll kill you. A lot of natural things are poison. So just because it says natural doesn't mean it's good. There are things in my old nature that are very natural for me to do, but they're self-destructive. I mean, people say, well, if I feel this way, why shouldn't I give into it? Because that's called maturity. 
Maturity is when you do the right thing, not what you feel like doing, because what you feel like doing isn't always the best for you, the best for somebody else, God's will, or whatever. If everybody just did what they naturally feel like doing, nobody'd go to work tomorrow morning. Nobody would go to work. If everybody did what they naturally feel like doing, you know, uh, you know, every, every girl would be pregnant. Long before she got married. Uh, you gotta realize that I have a new ability to say no. Now this is the good news of Romans chapter eight. Look at the next verse, verse nine. But, he says, you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are now controlled by the Spirit. If you have the Spirit of God living in you. Now anybody who does not have the Spirit of God living in them does not belong to Christ. Now let me stop here and explain this. Some people mistakenly think that you get God kind of piecemeal. That Jesus comes into your life at one point in your life and then maybe a little bit later the Holy Spirit comes into your life and then maybe a little bit later you get the Father into your life. No, God is a trinity, three in one. When you got Jesus, you got all of God. God doesn't come into your life piecemeal. When Jesus comes into your life, the Spirit comes into your life. When Jesus comes into your life, the Father comes into your life. When the Father comes into your life, the Spirit and Jesus come into your life. You can't separate them. You can't divide them up like a piece of pie. So the moment you gave your life to Christ, Jesus Christ put his self in your life in his spirit, the spirit of God, the spirit of the Father, the spirit of Jesus. It is the Holy Spirit. So you don't get God a little bit at a time. Does that make sense? Okay. God, the Holy Spirit doesn't come in in the later point. He comes in and he, you get all of God when you give your life to Christ. Now the question is, does he have all of you? And the rest of your life, you're going to be given more and more of your life to him. And then the more you give, the more power you have. But he says, because I have this, I now have a new ability to say no. Look at the next verse. So dear brothers, you have no obligation anymore to your old sinful nature to do what it begs you to do. This is how God sets me free from my compulsions. Before, when I felt compulsed to do something, compelled to do something, I didn't have anything except willpower to stop myself. Now I've got a new power inside me and I don't have any obligation anymore to listen to my old nature. Now I've heard people tell me, I can't tell you many people who've had an affair, committed adultery, who told me I couldn't stop myself. I couldn't help myself. I just had to do it. I just felt compelled to do it. Well now, you have a new help to stop you. And when somebody says, I'm a Christian, but I couldn't stop myself, they're lying. They're lying. Because they, they simply didn't call on the power that was there available to them, and they didn't rely on the Holy Spirit in that moment of temptation. Compulsions, you know, you can ruin an entire life with one second of compulsion. Just go ask a bunch of the politicians who had scandals this last year. Spent decades building a reputation and in a moment of compulsion, lost it all. Stupid, stupid, stupid. But I have a new power, a new ability to say no. Number four, the fourth mental habit I need to develop, if I wanna change my life, is I need to turn my thoughts to God whenever I'm afraid. 
That's the fourth antidote to these weapons of self-destruction. I remind myself every day what Jesus did for me. I ask the Holy Spirit to give me better thoughts. I realize I now have a new ability to say no. And then I turn my thoughts to God whenever I'm afraid. Whenever I'm afraid. And this is how God's Spirit sets me free from me with the attitude of fear. Romans 8, look at the next verses, verses 14 to 16. For the spirit God gives you does not make you slaves and cause you to be afraid. Instead, the spirit makes you God's children. And by the spirit's power, we cry out to God, Father, my Father. This is actually the Aramaic word, Abba. Abba is not the the group. It it means Daddy, Papa. You know, it's it's Dada. It's the most basic, intimate form of Father. Daddy, Daddy, my Daddy. We cry out to God, Daddy, my Daddy. Papa, my Papa. Abba, my Abba. God's Spirit joins Himself to our spirits to declare that we are God's children. Now, when I was a kid. I wasn't very fearful at all. I really had almost no fears as a child and uh, was pretty reckless and had a lot of fun growing up. Uh, But sometimes as a young child, at night, if I heard something that was kind of scary and I was afraid, I would always cry out to my father. I'd say, Daddy, Daddy. And he could hear me from my room in our house and my dad would come. And see me. Now, when I was afraid, I never called out for my mom. And the reason why is I knew my dad was stronger. (laughs) Now, my dad wasn't a big guy, but he was very strong because he was a hard worker, and I knew he could take on anybody. And so I'd say, Daddy, whenever I was afraid, I would cry out to Daddy. This is exactly what God tells you to do when you're afraid. Stop focusing on your fear, start focusing on your father. That's the antidote. Stop focusing on your fear. Start focusing on your father. Now he says the antidote to fear is two things. First he says the spirit that God has given you doesn't make you slaves, make you afraid, but he makes you God's children. Whenever you are afraid, the first thing you need to do is remember this, whose family you're a part of. Rick is just getting started with this message about Set Free From Me. It's part of the series, The Invisible War. There's so much more real hope ahead, so please stay tuned. You know, Pastor Rick has served the church locally and nationally for more than 30 years, and he's the author of many books, including The Purpose Driven Life. If you've been helped through Rick's ministry, he'd love to hear your story. And you can connect with us through the Daily Hope website at rickwarren.org or by calling one 800 600-5004. That's rickwarren.org or just call us 1-800-600-5004. More in just a moment when Daily Hope with Rick Warren returns. Why am I alive? Does my life really matter? What on earth am I here for? Have you ever asked yourself these questions or wondered about the answers? In his newly expanded book, The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For?, Pastor Rick Warren has updated this best-selling book with 30 additional hours of teaching, including video chapter introductions, audio lessons, and two brand new chapters. This Christ-centered book is a must-have for anyone struggling to find their place in this world and ultimately in God's plan. 
And in launching this new ministry, we'd love for you to have a new hardback copy of this book for a gift of any amount in support of this ministry. We deeply appreciate the opportunity to bring hope from God's Word to you, people in your community, and across the country. Again, that's the new hardback book, The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For?, for a gift of any amount. So call today, 800-600-5004, or visit rickwarren.org. Here's Rick Warren. Whenever you are afraid, the first thing you need to do is remember this, whose family you're a part of. I'm a son of God. I'm a daughter of God. I'm a child of God. I'm in the family. And families take care of each other. And there's family protection. Now, let's say you grew up in Chicago or New York City and your family was a part of the family. Okay, the, the mafia family. Okay, and you're walking down the street as a kid, okay, and somebody starts to assault you, and you stop and you say, oh, wait just a minute. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? My father is Guido. And Guido works for Bruno. And Bruno is the capo de capo de capo de capo. He will make you an offer you can't refuse. Are you sure you want to touch me? Because I'm in the family. And the guy says, well, on second thought, you can have your money back. Because the family protects you. Now, when you start to be afraid, God says, the first thing you say, wait a minute. Do you know who my father is? My father is the creator of the universe. My father is God. I'm a child of God. I'm in the family. God takes care of his kids. And then I cry out to Father. Father, would you take care of this fear for me? Will you handle this one for me? And my heavenly Father says, of course I'll handle it for me. Go back to sleep. You don't have to worry about it. I'll take care of you. When you are afraid, you remember whose family you're in. You're a child of God. You're not a slave. You're a child of God. And he's going to take care of you. And second, you call out to your father. Now, what are you most afraid of? What are you most afraid of these days? Um, You know, the number one fear people have, I know all the studies. People say it's the fear of speaking in front of others. It's the fear of heights or, you know, the fear of new social situations. Actually, what I've found as a pastor talking to people for 30 years The number one fear people have is the fear of being out of control. And when you feel your life is out of control, it creates enormous fear in your life. And the longer you feel it's out of control, you start thinking, I'm out of control. And then you start thinking, maybe I'm losing my mind. And you start fearing, maybe I'm going crazy. Maybe I'm going insane. You've all felt this at different times in your life, so don't act like so self-righteous. Everybody, I think I'm losing my mind. I think I'm going crazy. I'm afraid I'm going nuts. Now let me just put you at ease. You're not going crazy because crazy people don't fear that. Crazy people are very happy to be crazy and don't care. 
The very fact that you are afraid you're going crazy means you're rational. So you're not crazy, you're not going crazy. The fear that you're going crazy shows that you're very, very rational. Crazy people aren't afraid of being crazy. So I want everybody to say this. I'm broken, but I'm not crazy. Okay, let's say it aloud together. I'm broken, but I'm not crazy. Let's say it again. I'm broken, but I'm not crazy. Now some of you are afraid to say it, so let's say it again. Okay, ready? I'm broken, but I'm not crazy. Everybody's broken. I'm broken. You're broken. The person sitting next to you is broken. We all, nothing is perfect in this world, but you're not crazy. Now, the Bible says that we should not be afraid, but we turn to God. I remember one time in in Northern California, it's the year I got married. At the end of the year that I got married, 36 years ago, I, my health broke and I was, began to develop a fear that it's never gonna go away, that my life is over. Shoot, my life hadn't even started. Hadn't even started. But I was afraid, this is the end of my life, I'm never gonna mount anything, nothing's gonna happen in my life, God isn't gonna use me, I'm gonna be an invalid my entire life, and on and on and on. And I was filled with these fears. And so we took a month off from work and Kay and I went to Northern California where my parents lived out in the country in the Redwoods. And uh, while we were there, one day I got up in the morning and I was so depressed because these fears were just clawing at my mind all the time. And the phone rang and my mom picked it up and she handed it to Kay and the man said, is this where Rick Warren is staying? And I said, yes, can I talk to him? She said, yes, she hands me the phone. This guy says, Rick, We've never met. I don't know you, you don't know me. I'm calling from San Diego. But I heard that you were going through a tough time. And I just wanna give you a a verse, and it is this. God, it's 2 Timothy 1, 7. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love and self-control. And he hung up. That verse changed my life. Here it is on the screen. For the spirit that God has given us does not make us fearful or timid. Instead, his spirit fills us with power, love, and self-control. Now get this, the more controlled you are by the Holy Spirit, the more self-control you've gotta have. You're gonna have, you're going to have. Now get this, a lot of people are afraid of the Holy Spirit. It's like, I don't wanna be filled with the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit, that'll turn me into some nut. I'm gonna be some religious fanatic. I'm gonna be like some of those people on TV saying, baby, you know. (laughs) Out foul spirit of nicotine, you know. And I'm gonna be falling over backwards and I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna lose control. Actually, it's the exact opposite. The more you have of the Holy Spirit, the more self-controlled you are. In fact, God does not give us, it says, a spirit of fear. So if you are afraid, that's not from God. That fear is not from God. When God's spirit comes into your life, you're filled with love, I want that. You're filled with power, I want that. You're filled with self-control, I want that. Okay, Holy Spirit, I want all you got, fill me. 
It doesn't make me some nutcase. It makes me more human. It makes me more natural. It makes me more loving. It makes me more in self-controlled. Mastered by the master, I can master anything. Throw it at me. I can handle it. Why? Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So the spirit in me doesn't make me a lunatic or a religious nut. To be filled with the spirit makes me more self-controlled. And believe me, brother, you need more self-control. The more spirit-controlled I am, the more self-controlled I am. That's Rick Warren with Daily Hope. Rick's going to be right back to share about where you can find true strength to change. But first, I'm going to tell you about the Daily Hope website, rickwarren.org. Log on today, and at that site, you can get the entire message that you heard today. You can get message notes. You can sign up for Rick's Daily Hope devotional. Hey, you can even access all of Rick's social media links there, too. So log on now, rickwarren.org. And don't forget, Rick wants to know how today's lesson or one of his books or another resource has helped you with your walk with Christ. So visit us today at rickwarren.org. And today, we have a special book for you for a gift of any amount. And that's to thank you for your financial support of Daily Hope. It's Rick Warren's New York Times bestselling book, The Purpose Driven Life. As Rick shares in his newly expanded book, When Battling the Invisible War, Your Starting Place Must Be with God and His Eternal Purposes for Your Life. Understanding your purpose leads to healing and empowers you to fight the good fight. So go ahead and give us a call to request your hardback copy of The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For? Today. 1-800-600-5004. Once again, here's Rick. When it comes to handling and controlling your thought life, do you find yourself fighting those thoughts or replacing those thoughts? You see, the Bible teaches that the thoughts we resist tend to persist. In other words, we become so focused on what not to think about, we end up thinking about it even more. The best way to refocus your thoughts when you feel you're under attack is to ask Jesus what you need to achieve rather than what you need to avoid. That way you're looking forward to the positive, not backwards at the negative. By replacing your thoughts rather than resisting your thoughts and focusing on what Jesus wants you to achieve rather than what he wants you to avoid, the compulsions, the urges, the lust, the impulses, you will experience freedom from the habits of the old sin nature. The Bible says those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. That's Romans 8, 5 and 6. Reminding yourself daily of the benefits of salvation that all of my sins have been forgiven, that God has given me Holy Spirit power, not simply willpower, and that God's laws have been fulfilled by Jesus Christ for me already. These things will set me free from shame and guilt and regret and the discouragements of life. Please be sure to join me next time as we continue in this series looking into God's Word for our daily hope.
This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and listeners like you. Why am I alive? Does my life really matter? What on earth am I here for? Have you ever asked yourself these questions or wondered about the answers? In his newly expanded book, The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For?, Pastor Rick Warren has updated this best-selling book with 30 additional hours of teaching, including video chapter introductions, audio lessons, and two brand new chapters. This Christ-centered book is a must-have for anyone struggling to find their place in this world and ultimately in God's plan. And in launching this new ministry, we'd love for you to have a new hardback copy of this book for a gift of any amount in support of this ministry. We deeply appreciate the opportunity to bring hope from God's Word to you, people in your community, and across the country. Again, that's the new hardback book, The Purpose Driven Life, What on Earth Am I Here For?, for a gift of any amount. So call today, 800-600-5004, or visit rickwarren.org.